Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host, and today is uh, episode 72. Actually, today is 72.3 and 72.4. So I apologize for yesterday, uh, not posting uh, yesterday's verse. Uh, So today's going to be a little bit long, so I won't delay. I won't drag it out, but uh, a few things happened that that prevented me from doing the podcast yesterday. So um, nothing, you know, nothing to be concerned about. Not that I think you're concerned, but uh, just some uh, family stuff that happened. So anyway, uh, so today we'll do 72.3 and 72.4, but I'm only doing one Bible verse. So I will do that after uh, we pray. So let's go ahead and just dive right in and uh, and uh, give, give all the praise and glory to our God. So let's pray. <clears throat> Holy, mighty God, Heavenly Father, we we come to you bowed down before your throne, Lord. I know this sounds like a bunch of uh, Christianese, but we want to give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor, uh, because you are our Heavenly Father. You are our God, and we love you so much, and we want to get to know you more. And so we come to you humbly thankfully great just gracious and uh, wanting to just say thank you for what you do for us on a daily basis you continually uh, watch over us provide for us uh, give us grace every day that we you know that we fall short of what you want us to be doing and we're just thankful that you are such a forgiving god and lord we're just thankful for uh all that you do and provide, especially the gift of your son, Jesus Christ, his perfect blood that is given to us as a holy sacrifice because he loved us. He was so obedient to you and did what exactly it is that you wanted him to do so that we could be saved. Lord, it's a, it's a sacrifice that none of us deserves, but it was a gift from you. Lord, we uh, ask you to um, bless those who are out there listening. We're thankful that they're able to come and sit at the feet, uh, at your feet, Lord, and listen and get to know you and uh, to become more intimate with you so that we can hear you more clearly. The only way to continue to, to grow in, in this relationship is to continue to read and to get to know you better and better. So Lord, I, I'm thankful that you provided this um, this way for us, this book, this Bible, your autobiography. This is your, your life for us to be able to understand you better. And so we're just thank you, thankful for you to provide this for us so that we can be better people. Watch over, protect us, direct us. We want to be in your will, Lord. We want to be doing what you want us to be doing. So, Lord, uh, protect those who are out there, their families, their friends, uh, their future family. We know you know everything and you have it all planned out. And we're just thankful that you uh, are a God of order. So thank you for that. We invite you into this time in your word. Anoint it, bless it, and reveal yourself to us, Lord, whatever it is that you want us to understand. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. 
Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, so, uh, sorry, that was a bit of a long um, prayer, but I couldn't help it. Holy Spirit took over. Uh, so we are going to give you the uh, verse of the day, which is, uh, dun, dun, dun. Uh, it says, uh, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Uh, that's what I posted onto the Facebook page and our Instagram page. Uh, it also goes on to say, do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Uh, you know, the Lord gave this to me two days ago. Uh, it, there was uh, just, you know, some stuff that I was thinking and going through and, uh, you know, being doubtful as to what kind of parent I am. And, you know, none of us are perfect parents. If you're a parent out there, None of us are perfect parents. There's no way to be a perfect parent. You make mistakes. It is what it is, and you do the best you can, and you hope that your kids can survive through it, become productive people, and forgive you for uh, your shortcomings is what it comes down to. So, But when you're in the thick of it, uh, this is what I felt like God was giving me. You know, I, he's, he's saying this to me, that he's going to guide me and uh, along my best pathway but I also feel like this is me being a good parent to my children uh, I I will guide you along the best pathway for your life I will advise you and watch over you that's what he instructs us to do as parents you know you're supposed to guide and direct uh, them and advise them and watch over them um, but also I think it's he's also telling me and my children hopefully our children um, don't be a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. You know, if you're so stubborn that you have to have a bit and a bridle, that you have to, you know, you're, you have to be kept under control, then, then that's the foolishness that comes along with being stubborn. Uh, you know, so if you're just obedient, you do the right thing, you do what you're supposed to do, then your, your parents don't have to put a bridle on you. Uh, so that's the way I took this, and this is Psalm 32, 8, and 9. I should have added that uh, onto that Bible verse, but if you're listening, then you know that that's part of it too. So I'm in the middle of Psalms with my friend uh, Sharon, and it's phenomenal. You know, today was a, it was we were discussing things before we read, and then when we read it, it went right along with what we were discussing about our own families and whatnot. So uh, I, I thank God for my friend Sharon because uh, we have been doing this Bible study for three years now, and it's uh, it's amazing how. My, and she said it today. You know, she's she. It's like we've grown so much and so much closer to God, and we just we 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 really dislike missing a day of reading our Bible. It's, it's, it, it's like, I feel empty if I don't get to. So, uh, I hope that you guys are getting to that point. I hope you are, are there where you can't live without reading your Bible because it, it, every day there's something new. So I hope today is, is that much, uh, for us. Okay. And it is, it usually is. So, um, Today is episode 72.3 and 72.4, and uh, this is Exodus chapter 40. It's the last chapter of Exodus, 
and then 72.4 will be the first chapter of Leviticus. So, uh, okay, so hold on to your hats. We're going to finish up here. I didn't get to pre-read, so uh, bear with me. <clears throat> the tabernacle is completed. Then the Lord said to Moses, set up the tabernacle on the first day of the new year. Place the Ark of the Covenant inside and install the inner curtain to enclose the Ark within the most holy place. Then bring in the table and arrange the utensils on it and bring in the lampstand and set up the lamps. Place the gold incense altar in front of the Ark of the Covenant, <clears throat> then hang the curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle. Place the altar of burnt offering in front of the tabernacle entrance. Set the wash basin between the tabernacle and the altar and fill it with water. Then set up the courtyard around the outside of the tent and hang the curtain for the courtyard entrance. Take the anointing oil and anoint the tabernacle and all its furnishings and con uh, to consecrate them and make them holy. Anoint the altar of burnt offerings and its utensils to consecrate them. Then the altar will become absolutely holy. Next, anoint the wash basin and its stand to consecrate them. Present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tabernacle and wash them with water. Dress Aaron with the sacred garments and anoint him, consecrating him to serve me as a priest. Then present his sons and dress them in their tunics. Anoint them as you did their fathers, so they may also serve me as priests. With their anointing, Aaron's descendants are set apart for the priesthood forever from generation to generation. Moses proceeded to do everything just as the Lord had commanded him. So the tabernacle was set up on the first day of the first month of the second year. Moses erected the tabernacle by setting down its bases, inserting the frames, <clears throat> attaching the crossbars, and setting up the posts. Then he spread the coverings over the tabernacle framework and put on the protective layers, just as the Lord had commanded him. He took the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant and placed them inside the ark. Then he attached the carrying poles to the ark and he set the ark's cover, the place of atonement, on top of it. Then he brought the Ark of the Covenant into the tabernacle and hung the inner curtain to shield it from view, just as the Lord had commanded him. Next, Moses placed a table uh, in the tabernacle along the north side of the holy place, just outside the inner curtain. And he arranged the bread of the presence on the table before the Lord, just as the Lord had commanded him. I should be highlighting that just as the Lord had commanded him because that's pretty important. He just keeps saying it. I'm sorry. Okay, so he set the lampstand in the tabernacle across the table on the south side of the holy place. Then he lit the lamps in the Lord's presence just as the Lord had commanded him. He also placed the gold incense altar in the tabernacle in the holy place in front of the inner curtain, on it he burned the fragrant incense, just as the Lord had commanded him. He hung the curtain at the entrance of the tabernacle, and he placed the altar of burnt offering near the tabernacle entrance. On it he offered a burnt offering and a grain offering, just as the Lord had commanded him. 
Next, Moses placed the wash bin between the tabernacle and the altar. He filled it with water so the priest could wash themselves. Moses and Aaron and Aaron's sons used water from it to wash their hands and feet. Whenever they approached the altar and entered the tabernacle, they washed themselves, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then he hung the curtains forming the courtyard around the tabernacle and the altar, and he set up the curtain at the entrance of the courtyard. So at last Moses finished the work. The Lord's glory fills the tabernacle. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Moses could no longer enter the tabernacle because the cloud had settled down over it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Now, whenever the cloud lifted from the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out on their journey following it. But if the cloud did not rise, they remained where they were until it lifted. The cloud of the Lord hovered over the tabernacle during the day, and at night fire glowed inside the cloud, so the whole family of Israel could see it. This continued throughout all their journeys. All right, so that's uh, the last chapter of Exodus. Uh, You know, I just highlighted some points. Uh, I highlighted the very first verse. Um, Then the Lord said to Moses, set up the tabernacle on the first day of the new year. Place the Ark of the Covenant inside and install the inner curtain to enclose the Ark within the most holy place. Uh, Then I went into uh, how God wanted to anoint Aaron and his sons uh, in verse 12. Um, At the very end of it, it says, With their anointing, Aaron's descendants are set apart for the priesthood forever from generation to generation. So that's pretty important because we're going into Leviticus, which is the Levites, which is the priesthood. Uh, So then uh, in 16, Moses proceeded to do everything just as the Lord had commanded him. Uh, And then again in um, 19, at the very end, I highlighted just as the Lord had commanded him. And then again at the end of 21, and 23 and 27 i mean obviously that's very important uh that he you know he wanted to make sure that everybody understood he was doing it just as god told him to do as it was intended to be done and then again at the end of 29 and 32 and then into 33 so at last moses finished the work and then the cloud of uh, covered the tabernacle and the um, glory of the Lord fills the tabernacle. Uh, and then, of course, Moses could not go in there when obviously the glory of the Lord's in there. Uh, and then uh, the cloud is ahead of them, you know, as they're journeying. And this continues throughout all their journeys. I thought it was kind of cool. The cloud of the Lord hovers over the tabernacle during the day, and at night there's a fire that glows inside of it kind of cool all right well let's go into leviticus 1 so again uh, just a real quick overview delivered by god to moses on mount sinai the instructions of leviticus pertain to israel's personal and national life Uh, leviticus the new nation's book of worship derives its name from the tribe of levi like i said 
uh, to whom God entrusted the ceremonies of worship and physical care of the tabernacle. Kind of highlighting that. Leviticus records God's solution to the twin dilemmas of how a sinful people can achieve access to him through animal sacrifices. This is the old covenant.